Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome. I hope you're doing well and thank you very much for tuning in to another episode. So this one was inspired by one of my clients and the topic is also something I have a lot of experience with personally. Plus, I think a lot of you will find it useful. We'll speak about keeping up or keeping with your routine uh, when traveling or being away from home. So with this client, we have been working together for a few months now. Um, We've been working on some movement and exercise habits and she has been absolutely smashing it. Honestly, she is consistently showing up, setting herself achievable behaviors and just making things work for her. Sure, there might be some weeks where there are some challenges, but we've been working hard on letting go of that perfectionist all-or-nothing mindset. And so she now takes any challenges as opportunities to learn and opportunities to practice adapting to the situation at hand. So basically, she is a legend and her routine is working really well for her and she's simply awesome. (laughs) So the other day we had a call and she told me that she was going to travel back home to visit her family and friends and she was a bit worried about her routine being disturbed. So she was determined that she would keep up with her movement and that we would adapt things slightly. So instead of running, she would go for some walks and do some exercise with her mom. And we made a plan for it. And then to help with this further, there were a few questions I proposed she considered. So there were two parts to our preparation for her trip. Part one was mindset prep. And we considered some questions that helped with that. So the questions were, and you can go ahead and write these down because you might find them useful if you find yourself in a situation where you're not necessarily traveling to visit your family, but maybe you're traveling for, you know, holidays or whatever it is, or maybe traveling for work. So the questions were, number one, how would you like to feel after visiting home. For you, it might be, how would you like to feel after traveling for work or traveling um, or going on holidays? Number two, what are some routine slash habit non-negotiables for you? So things that make you feel good and that you want to keep doing even while you're away. 
Question number three. What skills that we have worked on can you rely on? So things like we worked a lot on earth surfing, checking in with hunger levels, asking whether something tastes as good as she anticipated and so on. So for you, this might look like what skills do I already know? What skills do I already have that I can apply and rely on while I'm traveling? And then number four, consider why these healthy habits that you've, you want to keep during your traveling are important for you. Um, and so these four questions were the main sort of the main area we focused on while working for uh oi <laughs> losing my words today when we started looking at part 1 which was mindset prep and then because she was a bit worried about how to manage the food environment part 2 was discussing a few strategies to help with that you might relate to this if you don't live at home. Um, so for me, it always happens the same way. You go home, your family stocks up on all your favorite foods and it just seems like there's food everywhere at all times. Well, actually, it doesn't even, it's not even that it seems that way. That's just how it is. So there's food everywhere and not just any food. It's your favorite stuff. Maybe some foods you don't usually eat because where you live now, you just can't get them or because no one makes better stuffed peppers than your mom. So navigating this new environment can be difficult. And here's where I asked my client to consider a few things. The first one was managing the environment. Can she ask her family or her mom not to have these easy options visible at all times? At all times, if that's the case for you. So maybe can she store these things in the cupboard? Number two was sticking to regular meals. This is really important. You know, we are still trying to keep some habits like prioritizing protein, vegetables, whole grains, and just trying to have some regular meals so we don't go too hungry and then reach for anything and everything inside. And then this is also important because it helps regulate your hunger, right? If you are getting in enough protein, it also means that you're not going to get hungry within half an hour of eating. So trying to have some regular meals can be helpful. The third thing I asked her to consider was choosing when it is or isn't worth eating something. Are there some foods you really enjoy eating or some that maybe you eat simply because they are around and because they are visible to you. So back to the first point, right, about managing the environment. And then the next thing was enjoying these foods when 
you are not too hungry. So there might be some sort of a dessert or a snack that you really like. So having that after a meal, for example, when you are not too hungry, eating at the table, eating without distractions, checking in with your satisfaction levels throughout eating it, this can be a really good one to implement. And then we also discussed implementing a pause. So can you give yourself a five-minute pause and then decide whether or not you want to eat something? Or you can do something else like go for a walk first and then decide whether you'd still like to eat that food that you were thinking of. And then the last thing we discussed was reminding yourself that you have unconditional permission to eat. The food is not going anywhere. You can have some more of the lunch or whatever it is. You can have some more later on or the following day. So there is no urgency for you to finish everything and finish it as quickly as possible. So these were the two parts that we worked on. So she was equipped with some strategies for managing a different environment. And we also did some mindful, um, some mindset mindset prep. And when it comes to managing the environment, working on, on your mindset, when traveling home or traveling for work or even holidays. This is something that I can relate to a lot. So ever since my precious little nephew was born in June last year, I've pretty much traveled back home to Slovenia every month, at least for a long weekend. And let me tell you, even when you've had your routine nailed at home for years, it seems that things change immediately after landing. And I'm not joking. The other day um, I shared on Instagram how I literally landed, went into went to meet my mom just outside the terminal, and she packed a huge bag of food when she picked me up. And Bear in mind, the drive home is not long at all. It's like an hour and a half. Plus, the plan was to eat as soon as we arrived home. Um, You know, my dad was in charge of lunch, so he was already making food and there really was no need for all the food she brought me. So the food environment that you find yourself in when traveling can be so different to what you are used to and that makes it difficult to keep your usual routine or your usual habits going. Now, here is where I want you to consider a couple of things. Number one, consider how long you are going for. If it's one weekend or even one week, then maybe stressing about keeping your workouts or your protein and veg intakes is actually doing more damage than good 
if you are going for a couple of weeks or maybe you are planning a longer trip, then yes, it might be a smart idea to consider what are your non-negotiables and how you can adapt them to work for you in your temporary environment. Does that mean you need to be rigidly sticking to your four workouts a week? Absolutely not. You know, maybe you do two a week. It might mean committing to nailing your protein intake at breakfast and at lunch and then being more flexible at dinner. So if you are going for a bit longer, that's number two. If you're going for a bit longer, plan ahead. Take a piece of paper and a pen and just write down the question I mentioned earlier. What are the non-negotiables for you? Those things you know you want to keep doing because they make you feel good, they make you feel energetic, healthy and so on. So write two to three things down and think about the execution. Do you need to do some grocery shopping when you arrive? Do you need to find a gym to work out or a space in the apartment or a house you're staying in? When in the day can you do the workouts? And try to be as specific as possible. Maybe even schedule things into your calendar. And remember to make the behaviors small because there is no need to overwhelm yourself. And now, maybe the most important lesson of today's episode. Things rarely go to plan. So when I had a catch up with my client, after she'd been at home for about a week, she told me that her routine was completely out of the window and she said she didn't do a single thing well, which of course I questioned And we came to the conclusion that she did actually do a lot of things well, including stopping when she was full, choosing nutritious foods, and also she mentioned sharing a dessert because she didn't feel like having the whole thing. But yes, we can plan and prepare. But especially if we have just started working on creating some habits around nutrition and exercise, it will be challenging. For my client, this was the first trip since we'd started working together and it's something new. It's not the same to eat slowly at home or to do that when you are in a social setting. It's also not the same to prioritize your exercise when you don't have a whole list of friends and family members who want to see you and spend time with you and you with them, of course. So when we spoke, one of the most important things was to recognize all the things that went well and make sure that she realized that things might not have gone completely according to the plan and that's completely okay. Plus, the trip wasn't over yet, so we still had time to look at how we can take some learnings and improve on some things. And that's exactly what we did. One of the things she really wanted to do was to make sure she was a bit more active during the rest of her visit. And so we spoke about that, we set some achievable goals and we made a plan. 
you know, she could have easily said, well, I've already messed everything up, so I'll just restart my routine when I get home. Or she could have said to me, let's just cancel our catch-up. I've done a really poor job this week with my nutrition and exercise, so let's just restart next week. But nope, none of that all-or-nothing mindset. Instead, she was keen to look at what we could improve and she wanted to start taking action right there and then. And that's the whole secret of progress. Learning, adapting, refining. It's perfectly normal that when we travel, it's more challenging to keep up with our routine. But actually, keeping with our routine is rarely the main purpose of traveling, right? I mean, think about that. How do you want to feel while traveling? What's the main purpose? Is it exploring a new city, trying local foods, or maybe if you're visiting family, it might be spending time with them. So this is important to keep in mind as well. We don't want to be rigidly sticking to our routine because that puts us puts us at risk of missing out on important moments in our lives. And when you think about the purpose of your travel, then also think about how your habits and usual eating exercise routine fit into that. And perhaps here what's worth mentioning as well, if your travel is more business work related, then the purpose of your trip will likely not be to enjoy local foods or, you know, enjoy your free time. So that might actually make it easier to continue with certain habits from home because traveling for work is often very intense. You don't have much time for eating. And for me, that always meant that it was actually easier to opt for more nutritious options when I had the chance because during those times I often just wanted food to serve as fuel to keep me going. I wasn't necessarily looking for exciting new foods to try. So also think about that. What's worth having and what isn't? And I think this is an important thing to really ask yourself. Not only how do I want to feel after this trip, but how do I want to feel during the trip? Do I really want to be missing on the time with my family and friends because I want to hit the gym? And don't get me wrong, sometimes the answer might be yes, because I'm spending a whole month back home, so I do want to prioritize my physical activity on some days and that is great but just think about what really makes sense for you and how you can be a little bit flexible and not too rigid very good i hope this was useful and as always please let me know your thoughts on this episode if you have any questions 
my Instagram messages are always open and for any coaching inquiries, check out the episode notes. I hope you have a great rest of your day and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.